All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks so much for tuning in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. If you're tuning in for the first time, this is where we get you everything that you need to know at the start of your day to stay ahead of the curve. Today is the 7th of December. The top story this morning is crude oil. We've seen tremendous volatility in the prices of this commodity in the past couple of months with uncertainty about both demand and supply playing a part. Overnight, crude prices fell to their lowest in over five months as concerns about falling demand overshadowed the report on lower inventories in the US and the OPEC Plus announcement to curb supply. The price of West Texas intermediary crude fell as much as 4% overnight to below $70 to the barrel. The Brent crude uh, uh, price as well fell below the $75 per barrel mark. What's more, in a reflection of the market's weakness, Saudi Arabia has reduced its official selling price to Asia by the most since February. Now, in the top corporate news, the Economic Times has reported that Adani Ports and Special Economic Zone is in advanced talks to acquire Shapurji Palunji Group's Gopalpur Ports in Odisha for up to 1,100 to 1,200 crore rupees in equity value as part of a string of pearls strategy that involves owning considerable facilities across both the eastern and western coasts. If successful, this will be Adani Port's sixth acquisition of a multi-purpose facility on the eastern coast, where it already has around 247 million tons of capacity. ET reported, quoting unnamed sources, that the due diligence is currently underway. In other news, Paytm will bring down the level of unsecured loans under 50,000 rupees in a calibrated manner. That's what the management told analysts in a conference call on Wednesday. According to uh, the management, while postpaid loans will continue to be available, it will be assigned to a cohort of customers where Paytm believes it can cross-sell higher ticket products. News in the media space, Network 18 Media and Investments will merge its television and digital news businesses with itself. Under the scheme of amalgamation, TV18 broadcast shareholders will get 100 fully paid up equity shares of 5 rupees each of Network 18 for every 172 equity shares held in the broadcast company. Meanwhile, shareholders of the unlisted e18.com will get 19 fully paid up equity shares of Network 18 for every one equity share held in the digital unit. The merged entity will comprise the TV portfolio of TV18, which includes 20 news channels in 16 languages, and CNBCTV18.com, the digital assets of Network18, and the money control website and app, according to the exchange filing. In international news, you have uh, latest update from Google, uh, which has announced the launch of its newest AI model, Gemini, which will be integrated into BARD, as well as the latest Pixel 8 Pro smartphones. At a presentation ahead of the product's release, Google stressed that Gemini is the most flexible model it's made uh, because it comes in different sizes, including a version that can run directly on smartphones. That sets the program apart from its other competitors. Now, in international markets, uh, bond yields in the U.S. have continued to slide and the yield on the 10-year Treasury has dropped to 4.12%. It must be pointed out that the slide from very close to that 5% mark has been very sharp. The latest trigger seems to be a report that suggested that private 
payrolls increased 103,000 last month, which was lower than expected. Of course, this is just setting expectations for the jobs data that will be released on Friday and which will give a clearer cue to traders. U.S. stocks ended lower with the Nasdaq declining close to 0.6% and the Dow and the S&P 500 losing 0.2% and 0.4% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region too, the three early risers have begun lower. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, how are we looking today? Good morning Alex and thanks so much for that. Well, you know, we've had some very strong market moves the last few days um, and um, you have to uh, give credit to the political continuity premium that we've gotten from investors, particularly FIs, which have been on, on a roll. But I must say that there are some global tailwinds now that are coming to the fore, right? We've seen what's happened to crude. I mean, the last five days, it's five, it's five sessions of decline for crude. And that coupled with the fact that yields are at September lows, 4.12, the last time I checked the US 10-year. So therefore, there is, there is optimism around... Uh, the global factors for risk assets. Now, does that add a further layer of ta- tailwind to our markets? But we are into into what I would argue is now turning out to be a slightly extreme greed zone of sorts. So got to be careful about what could happen to, to the markets and especially leverage positions. So that is one aspect to be keenly watching out for. Um, I was just uh, looking at uh, what's, you know, the, largely been the movers. Like, for example, we already saw banking getting a bit tired in trade yesterday. It needed IT to take the markets slightly higher from where they were. Now, can that necessarily continue? Doubtful. Because uh, aside of yields coming off, IT doesn't have too many other triggers as of now because the discretionary demand conversation is still very weak. So the election premium, I reckon, priced in. Uh, large Pockets of strength, banking has done its bit for the time being. Can it do more? Yes. Is it undervalued or is it fairly valued? Yes, it is still not expensive. But IT and banking, the two big heavyweights, don't have very near immediate further triggers. And considering that the policy is tomorrow, we might well see uh, the markets being a bit quiet. Uh, So that's one point to monitor. I think from a sectoral perspective, media could be in focus yet again after the big move yesterday in NDTV, Network 18, even Z. uh, And aviation-related stocks could also be in focus uh, simply because uh, the IATA release of how 2024 seems to be an even better year for aviation, not that they needed one (laughs) after the kind of year that they have in 2023. So airports, airlines, not too many players out here, but those could certainly be in focus. I think I'll watch out for each of these. From among stocks to watch, watch out for crude-related beneficiaries. Oil marketing companies certainly in focus. Uh, marketing margins uh, benefit quite a bit, but there would be inventory losses as well. Pure play refiners could hurt a lot more. So that is one aspect to monitor. Uh, but yes, crude beneficiaries, the paint companies, aviation, etc., all of them could be in focus. Uh, there is BEL, which is one a large order win. Uh, in the larger scheme of things, it just adds more to the already hefty book-to-bill ratio, but certainly could be a small trigger for the stock. There is stock of Bobo Pincus uh, selling out a few out of a few names, uh, including Airtel, including CAMS, including IDFC. So watch out for those. Maybe there could be pressure on each of these individually. Let's wait and watch. 
Brigade Enterprises uh, is also in focus. Uh, they've signed a joint development agreement for office space in Bengaluru uh, with a developable area of 0.2 million square feet, a gross DV, GDB of uh, 500 crores. So watch out for that one in the session today. The last three sessions or last four sessions, Brigade has done three deals, three large ones. So very interesting stock to monitor today. Dr. Reddy's lab has entered into a collaboration for development and commercialization of uh, Koya 302, uh, this could mean meaningful. So watch out for uh, part. Uh, watch out for Dr. Reddy's in the session today as well. There is there are notes that have come out on HUL today. By the way, uh, all of companies which have done some bit of uh, checks with or channel checks and figured out that there isn't that much that is happening in the festive season in terms of link demands. So pre three QQ. Pre-third quarter, the festive demo, festive season fails to light up the 3Q volumes. And therefore, most brokers are saying they expect 2% or 3% YOY pad growth for third quarter, which isn't exactly great. They expect flattish EBITDA margins on QOQ basis, at least Macquarie does. So that is something that has to be kept in mind. So watch out for HUL. Might actually see a bit of a pullback um, in the session uh, today. So that is uh, to be certainly uh, kept in mind. HSBC has come out with a note wherein they have given out the top ideas for um, 2024. And amongst other things, HDFC and ICICI Bank feature, but Indigo certainly features there. So that's to be monitored. There is within media, that's PVR, Inox. They also are constructive on Infosys and KPIT within the tech space. But more importantly, from amongst the, amongst the ones which will see a fairly large uptick uh, relative to the prices is Asian Paints, wherein their target price is substantially higher at 4,000 versus 3,173. Amongst the rare houses to be bullish on Asian Paints with the valuations that it is trading at. So do watch out for that stock in the session today. Also seem to be constructing on Zomato. So that's also to be kept in mind. A bunch of stocks in focus, yes, like I said, but net-net, uh, some global tailwinds. Let's wait and watch if they translate into something. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.